have now tuned in to A100 Savage. What's up, guys? This is A100 Savage, and today we are talking about staying on brand. One thing you got to understand about trying to design a brand, you got you to picture the image, the things that are you are going to need for your brand. You got to figure out your image and what you are about. You know that your brand, let's just say you are Girl Scout cookies. Very easy branding because you know what it is, right? Let's say you're not so easily brandable. Like let's say you're a sports drink. Now, if you have no athletes, it's really hard to build that brand. How do you project something as a industry leader or an industry competitor with a sports drink? Well, the way you do this is by staying on brand. So with your social media, with your uh, internet presence, with anything that you're doing, it has got to stay on brand. If you go out and get an influencer who has millions of fans, but none of them are sports related, what are the chances that they're going to buy something from you because you are a sports brand? Drinking is a little bit different just because some people still buy Gatorade, still buy Powerade, and they're not sports people. But at the same time, do real sports people actually drink Gatorade and Powerade? I don't know. I'm not, I'm not a sports professional. But what I will say is it's on brand. When I see a Gatorade commercial, it's on brand. When I see Powerade commercial, it's on brand. Think about Apple. Apple is on brand every single time. Nothing do they promote will give you the image or the thought of something else other than their brand. Do you notice how Apple doesn't actually show or say anything about competition? They don't say, hey, look at this. We're doing this better than Samsung, better than LG, better than the competitors. Nothing at all. They've never competed with these people. That's why they are so successful because they stay on brand. They do things a certain way. So when everybody's raving about whatever new thing is out based off of this, they're like, oh my gosh, look at this. Can you believe this right here? Can you believe that right there? Yada, yada, yada. When they're promoting this, when they're showing you everything about this, nowhere in there will you see anything about any other brand out there, period. Because it's about their brand, not other people's brands. The best way to show you how to do this is to see what is your brand about. You've got to build a foundation. You've got to build a story that people can relate to and people can connect with. Building a community is like building a best friendship with a friend. You've got to get to know them. they got to get to know you. you got to make sure that your interests align. If you have nothing in common with this person, guess what? It's hard to connect with them. If you have everything in common with them, guess what? It's easy to connect with them. And when you can connect with people, it's easier for you to sell them something when you are connected. Now, I'm not talking about friends' friends. I'm talking about business friends because regular friends may not actually purchase something that you're selling. They might not even support what you're actually doing because they have their own prerogative. But when it comes down to brand friends, people who are related to your brand and they look at your brand and they feel some kind of connection towards it, these people will stand in the rain for your product if it was limited edition, if it was something that would benefit their life in some way that would make them feel like they are 
missing out on something if they don't go. The power of FOMO is everything. That's how the iPhone is able to what? Sell an iPhone that is incrementally changed from the previous year. Why? Why are we so addicted to these small little incremental changes? Because, well, if you go back three or four iPhones ago compared to today's iPhone, it's a drastic change. People don't always think like that, but people who have went through that process, they've already had the 11, the 12, the 13, 14, and now they're getting the 15. To them, they've seen the progression. My first iPhone was iPhone 4. So I've seen the progression from it getting smashed from a a thick, small thing into a, a smaller, thin, longer thing into a longer, rounder more bulkier thing, and it just keeps going all the way to where we're at right now. These are the incremental changes, and the reason why they've been able to string you along is because of the power of FOMO. They make it such a big deal. Every single year, they have an Apple event at their Apple headquarters. I don't know where Samsung headquarters is at. That gives you a feeling of family and friends. That's something that you can use for your brand because that is universal. That's not just an Apple thing. That right there is a professional marketing genius because they understand their customer and they understand who this is directed to. So even if you're a Samsung user and you're not even an Apple user, we are directing things towards you to attract you to iPhone. And when everyone is walking around with iPhones, there will be another company that tries to do the same to take you away from Apple and go out to whatever that is. So right now we're stuck with Apple and Android. There is no other ones. It's just Apple and Android. You see what I'm saying? So they built their company on the war that had been had since the 80s into the 90s and now into the 2000s, which was the PC versus Mac war. That's been going on forever. Now it's turned into the Android versus Apple war. That brings me to another point. To make your brand stand out, you must have competition. If you are to, let's say you started your company yesterday and you want to compete with one of the biggest companies in the world, the only way you're going to be doing this is by giving them something that they don't have to attract their customers. So to be able to do it smooth enough and not cost you a pretty penny just to outdo these people. You're going to have to find something that you, your company, is good at consistently and better than other people. That's how you can you can get in there. Also, you can create drama. You can create the small drama that wasn't didn't exist there in the space to be able to give you that angle. Because even if people don't like your brand... If they don't like it enough, it'll bring enough eyes onto it to where they'll start liking it. It'll have, it'll have that that famous that famous song effect. We heard it on the radio for the first time, and you're like, "Dude, I hate that song." Then you heard it 348 more times that week, and now you're kind of a fan of that song. It kind of grows on you. That's how music is. That's how anything is. That's how branding is. That's how McDonald's became so successful. That's how everything became so successful is they put it in your face enough and be able to see, 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 see that you instantly become a recognizable brand. And that's why your mind says, yes, I want that. Think about billboards. Why do people still pay for billboards 
when you can literally go on social media for cheaper and blow up your brand. It's because of the recognizable face. If you keep putting your billboards all over your town, this town, that town, whatever, when people drive by and see it, and then they see your brand later, it'll instantly be recognized as, bro, I know this thing. I've seen this before. It's a familiarity. It's a familiarity. It's something that you're familiar with. So it continues to grow on you. And then now you can't live without it because... You're addicted to it. People get addicted to these things. Because why? It's easy to get addicted to something like a brand. Your brand has got to be basically your best friend. Something that people can really attach to and say, you know what? I love this brand. I would fight over this brand. I would stand in the rain over this brand. When you know you have this, you've got to put the pedal to the metal. Because why? Because these, this is your golden opportunity to connect with your people and keep them organized into a section of your section. So even if the you're competing against the biggest brand in the world, if you can develop that little small niche section of that same genre that they're in, you're able to live within the space and not have to really step on any toes, but also get a brand awareness next to them. Think about when um, 50 Cent came into the game. There was a lot of crazy gangsters and people were like fake rappers, fake this, fake that. There was a lot of fake going on. So when 50 Cent came in, there were we were all waiting for them to expose 50 Cent because he was supposed to be fake. He's supposed to not be what he says, what he says he is. And the fact that it was all real made it easier for people to connect with that brand. It was like, wow, this is authentic. This is this. This is that. And whenever the music started hitting, that one, that one is where the connection began. And now people who grew up with that music will still say 50 Cent at that time, yada, 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 yada. And they'll just connect the words with whatever they connect with. Brands have got to be recognizable. Brands have got to be connectable. Brands got to be unique. Give me a sense of family. Give me a sense of community. That's what branding is. So right now, yes, do you need a social media? Of course you do. Can you do it without it? Of course you can, but it will be more expensive. It'll be a lot more expensive if you decide to do it on your own versus do it through the outlets that everyone else is doing, such as TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, some type of social media. You've got to get your brand awareness out there. Otherwise, you're, you're going to be dead in the water. So take this from me. Get your branding awareness up by either A, building something that fits a niche of a popular genre, an angle that no one else seen, or going directly at a competition and making it a competition between you and them. Don't be afraid to lose. This is the easy part. The easy part, getting you on the playing field is the easy part. Winning the battle is hard. But when you win that battle, guess what? You're able to move forward and other battles do not seem as hard because this one right here seemed like it was never going to end and you finally pushed through, broke through, and you won. So imagine that your brand has got to stay aware and be aware of whatever is going on.
Make sure you favorite the podcast. Make sure you share it with your friends. And I'm out.